that most businesses go out of business on the up while they're growing <clears throat> rather than when they're, you would think people go under when they're down. More businesses go out of business because they can't handle the growth and it becomes chaotic. And then pretty soon it's, uh, they're out of control and it's a spiral spin to the ground um, and they don't even know it. Uh, but before they know it, they're out of business. Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. Hi, Greg McAfee here with the Greg McAfee Show number 29. Um, if you guys have not subscribed yet to the YouTube or to the pod channel, feel free to do so because each week I put out this content because I really want to see each and every one of you succeed uh, and sleep better at night. So hit that subscribe button, uh, turn on your notifications, and on every Tuesday when I put out a new episode, uh, you'll be the first to see it. So today I want to talk about uh, how to handle uh, slow times and how to handle busy times. Uh, so we'll spend probably 12 to 15 minutes on each one and go from there. Uh, you know, if you're in Las Vegas or uh, Southwest Florida or Arizona, uh, for, the most for the most part, you have a lot of busy times. Um, you might have a few down months, but when you're in Ohio... Um, in this area, you have several months of downtime because it's 60 degrees or it's 55 degrees and it's just considered downtime. So you have to be very creative to generate work. But we're going to talk about this. Um, first of all, we're going to take the, the positive. When business is good and you find yourself overwhelmed, um, you know, how do you handle it without going crazy? Um, and, and I read a note the other day that said, I quit. And then I realized I own the place. I can't quit. So uh, we've all been there. We've all done that. Um, so first of all, um, in, in the busy times, you, you have to be realistic. And you have to realize uh, the busy time is coming. So we do our best. And we are far from perfect. But we do our best, best to prep people for the busy time. Because I'll tell you, we get in our little comfort zone here, and we're just steady, and everybody gets done at a certain time, and no overtime, and no Saturdays, and so it's real easy to get into our comfort zone, but I constantly have to be moving people's cheese and preparing them for the busy time. Now, we didn't do that. We didn't do this this year, but a lot of times we do send out a uh, gift card to uh, the family of a technician or installer, um, letting them know, please prepare for the busy time. You're not going to see your um, spouse or friend, boyfriend, what, girlfriend, whatever it is. Um, you're not going to see them as often as you do now. And here's a gift card, take family out for ice cream, whatever it might be. So th that's something we do, but we constantly prep for the busy time. And I said something the other day to my team um, or to another, it might've been to another business owner that if you're not preparing your team for the busy time, then don't be disappointed. 
uh, because then all of a sudden you get there and it's and it's literally day and night difference. I try to tell uh, our new team members when they join in, say, a slower month, don't get used to this because it's going to change real fast. Um, or if they join in the busiest months, I let them know this is probably the best time to join McAfee because you learn during the busiest time. Um, and then you're also going to see some slow time and wonder, how are we going to stay busy? So it works both ways. But anyway, be realistic. Know, know when your market is hot. And if you're in the heating and air business, you know when it's hot, you're going to be busy. You know when it's cold, you're going to be busy. Um, but, you know, Jesus didn't like lukewarm and neither do uh, heating and air companies. Uh, so, uh, we just don't we can't we can't thrive in lukewarmness that's for sure we need hot very hot and we need cold very cold so uh, but just be realistic and uh, realize that um, there's some opportunities in the busy time um, but you also you have to focus on what to do in the busy time see in the slow time a lot of times in the slower times I should say, you're you're more liable to um, you're more apt rather to run certain calls that you probably won't run in the busy time. In other words, a certain a certain estimate. Um, you you need every sale you can possibly get in the slower times, so you'll probably be more lax in what you run. Um, we have a questionnaire for customers when they call in. It goes something like how many how many estimates are they getting. Um, you know, um, who's the decision maker and all that kind of stuff. Well, that questionnaire sometimes, now we still use a few of the questions, but sometimes it goes out the window during the slower times because we just need to get in homes and try to sell something. Um, and I know a lot of you can relate. Um, if you're in a, if you're in an electrical business or a plumbing business or a roofing business or uh, landscaping, lawn care, um, you guys all have your urgent times and you know what they are. And, uh, but you have to prepare for those. Um, you know, how do you measure success in the slow times and how do you measure success in the busy times? Cause there's a major difference. I know there is in my company. Um, there's, there's a major difference and you have to keep your team pumped up because they're going to be working a lot more hours and they're going to be working, they're going to be dealing with a lot more people. So it can just, it can be a lot more stressful for the entire team. Um, and people might be more prone to be impatient and um, grouchy, not enough sleep, whatever it might be. But it is what it is. This is what we do, and this is how we do it. And we have to serve people, um, and uh, and and it just goes, um, you know, hand in hand with the business. Um, so know what kind of activity your business should be having. Don't lose sight of any goals in the busy time and be a little bit picky um, what you run in the busy time because it could be wasting time. Um, there are some things, again, in the slow time when someone calls in and says, I, I hear a, a little rattle in my ductwork. Well, we might be able to get that tomorrow or the next day. But in the busy time, that could have that might have to wait a week or two or three weeks. Who knows? Um, so don't run calls you shouldn't be running during peak times. You're taking away from the most valuable calls of the day when you do that. So um, 
Also, reset your expectations in each season um, because the only way to get control after uh, after taking on too much is to stop and get a grip. So sometimes you got to call timeout. Um, we have um, we have a code uh, for our answering service. It's just called "Roll It Over to FOS," and um, we might have a quick meeting. Guys, we're extremely busy, especially in the office, CSR area, uh, taking calls, dispatching, all that call center, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Timeout. Let's have a 10-minute 10 meeting and regroup here um, because it's, it's becoming a little bit chaotic. The schedule's not as pretty as we'd like it to see. We're, try, we're trying our best to cram people in, but timeout. We need, we need to regroup, and it's okay to do that. Um, that's what a leader does. A leader knows when it's time to regroup. A, a leader knows what the sense of urgency is um, at all times and knows either when to regroup or when to have a huddle or when to motivate. Um, that's a leader's job. So, you know, running around um, in a chaotic state is not good for business, it's not healthy. And it's uh, it will um, it will actually take you down because I I was taught in in my uh, presidential courses that I took in an entrepreneurial center that most businesses go out of business on the up while they're growing <clears throat> rather than when they're you would think people go under when they're down more businesses go out of business because they can't handle the growth and it becomes chaotic. And then pretty soon it's uh, they're out of control and it's a spiral spin to the ground um, and they don't even know it. Uh, but before they know it, they're out of business. So uh, that's a little bit on, um, on the growth uh, side of things. <clears throat> there's, uh, there's probably a lot more to talk about um, in the busier times. But uh, you've got to uh, you've got to realize that you have uh, busy and slow times in your business, and we have it on a chart. I can show you exactly. Um, I can show you weather patterns for Dayton, Ohio. I can show you um, revenue patterns for McAfee Heating. They follow those weather uh, patterns. Um, I, I and I can show you. Um, our advertising and marketing follows a similar pattern, um, although I'm going to talk about that here in a little bit about um, how much advertising to spend in the busy time and the slow time. So, uh, so let's now talk about slower times. Uh, I, I don't want to say slow times, but I want to say slower times. Um, so, in the slower times, there's just many things you can do to stay busy. Um, First of all, you your team has to become, especially your your call center, your dispatcher, uh, dispatch um, team, your customer service team. They now have to become extremely proactive and not reactive, because let's face it, when the phone's ringing off the hook, and and it's call after call after call, we become very reactive and answer phones and get people scheduled. That's bottom line. Got to get, get them cooling, got to get them heat, whatever it might be. Um, 
But when we're slower, we now have to become extremely proactive because if we're just reactive during the slow time, I'm going to pay a lot of people to sit around and look at each other, and that's not healthy for a business. And I know I coach a lot of you, and you ask the question, what do we do with people during the slow time? Well, you've got, you've got to get very creative. Uh, there's many things to do. There's many phone calls to make. Um, personally, our, my company does not cold call anyone um, unless they're a McAfee customer. And then we'll call them all day long and try to upsell, try to get people scheduled ahead of time. Um, to, you know, today we can do air conditioning checks um, you know, down to 30 degrees. So we have tents, we cover up the unit, we simulate hot weather in the tent, we get that thermostat up a little, get the house warmer a little bit, get it under a load, we can check the air conditioner just fine. It works just fine. So we're very proactive checking air conditioners even in extremely cold weather. Um, I don't have time to wait for hot weather. I really don't. We have um, thousands of um, we call comfort family maintenance agreements, and I don't have time. If we wait until hot weather, we'll never get them all done in one year. So, um, so we're constantly calling ahead and getting as men, many as we can on the board in February and March and April before people actually turn on the air conditioner. So you've got to think outside the box that way. If you're just reactive and you're sitting around, uh, first of all, you're losing a ton of money, and secondly, you're losing a ton of time. And time is money. So um, you need to look at a few things. You need to maybe a slower time is uh, uh, for a certain department to really look at your website, maybe update it, upgrade it, um, make it more proactive instead of reactive. There's a difference between a website, just someone finding it, going to it, reading a little bit. And there's another a proactive website where it's almost like an app where they can go on, they can find information, they can schedule, they can get prices and all that kind of stuff. So we live in 2021, folks, and people want information. And the more information you give them, the more, the more likely they will do business with you. So, um, so look at your website. Is it mobile use? I mean, for goodness sake, it's 2021. It better your website better be for mobile use. So if they get on their phone and pull up your website, it better be mobile friendly. Um, number two, it's a great time to update um, or refresh your marketing plan, and um, your marketing plan it should be laid out in a, in a perfect world. And we do our best to do this, and we've done it for years. Um, you know, hopefully, the longer you're in business, hopefully you're getting better and better and better. Because if you're just staying in status quo, um, nothing's going to happen. You're not going to be any different in 10 years than you are today. Um, so we decided we wanted to improve every year. So in order to improve every year, we had to change up our marketing plan to where we're figuring by November, we're signing with, um, um, mar with media companies on exactly what we want to do for the following year. Um, so we don't do any month-to-month -month stuff, and we don't do anything just seasonal. Um, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. There are competitors of mine that only advertise in peak times. I, I can't get my head around that uh, because we're going to market year-round, and when you need us, we'll be there. And it just makes sense, and I guess since we're number one in our territory, it works. So um, update your marketing plan. And my goodness, it's a great opportunity to tackle some big improvements. 
your company needs improved. Um, I have hired people to come in and evaluate my company so I can make improvements during the slower time because my company needs constant improvement. It's called Kaizen. That's a Japanese word for constantly improving. And I want to constantly improve. I want to stay ahead of the curve. I want to stay ahead of my competition. I want to stay ahead of, of, of how we do things and make things easier to function around here. That's my goal. So uh, there's some big improvements. There's probably, there's probably some um, rooms that need cleaned out. There's, some, there's a warehouse that needs cleaned. There's, a, there's rooms that need stuff thrown away. Um, all that kind of stuff. It's great opportunity. Spring cleaning whatever you want to call it, fall cleaning, whatever you want to call it. But get rid of some of that stuff and clean your office up. Get stuff off your desk. Um, you know, I my uh, assistant years ago came in and said, do you, do you care if I organize your desk a little bit? I said, no, go for it. And uh, she put everything in order. And, and since then, I've tried to keep it that way. It just looks a lot better, more professional. Um, one, one thing about McAfee, we, you're not going to come into our office and find anything really about heating and air conditioning. In other words, you're not going to see a gas valve or a solenoid valve or any other kind of valve laying on a desk. It's just not going to happen. Now, you might go back into the service manager's office, and that's expected, but you're not going to see it in our, our uh, front office our, you know, where the customers come in or, uh, or our vendors come in for a meeting. You're not going to see anything like that. I don't know. I just, I just would rather be more professional, and uh, and just and just look like a very professional office, which ours does. And if any of you would ever like to come and visit, just just hook up with me, and we'll get that scheduled. Um, so, another thing to do is update your operations, and uh, you know, you you can do that by just basically improving operations and the methods. Um, that takes place on uh, daily operations. And uh, so when I invite you here, um, I'll tell you, I have learned more from visiting other companies over the last 30 years than, than I can even share with you. Uh, someone's always got a better idea. Someone's always doing something better. And um, we might we might borrow that. We might, you know, we I know we call it R&D, rob and duplicate. Um like I told you before, I'm not here to duplicate my competition. That's the last thing I want to do. I want to be completely different than my competition, and that's what keeps us number one. But I will go to another um, company in my industry, and I will learn as much as I can, and I will take away a few things that they're doing extremely well that I know we could do and, and sometimes do better. So, um, again, um, it might be intimidating to you to visit another company, but most heating and air conditioning, or most small businesses, I should say, small business owners, if they have a, any sort of business, they will enjoy someone coming and seeing how it works. It's a compliment to me. Uh, so don't be intimidated by going and visiting another company, for goodness sake. We've had several come in here and visit, um, and I just give them a tour of the facility, and we talk about each department. And then we sit and talk for an hour or so, and they, they leave with, with some good ammo to take to their business. I mean, who doesn't want to help someone? Who doesn't want to help another company grow? I'm all about that. You know, let's make America better. Let's make America stronger, and let's make our own industry stronger. So 
the key to a slow time, um, the key to a slow time is to just prepare for busy. And that's the key to a slow time. So guess what? Guess what you have more of than any other time of the year in a slow time? Well, I just told you. It's called time. And it's a time for training. We do more training in the slow time than we do at any time of the year. Because in the busy time, you just don't have a whole lot of time for training. Although sometimes you've got to fit it in. And you've got to make it happen. But in the slow time, you've got more time for training. So we've got a complete schedule for training in those slower months. And this is what we want to cover, and this is what we want to do. Uh, It's also a great time if you're uh, in our world of heating and air where Nate's certified. It's a great time to uh, get new guys certified. It's a great time to get recertified and all that kind of stuff. So training is the key in slow time. Preparation, um, attending classes attending seminars. All those things can be done in a slower time. And and I'll tell you something else that's very simple is we um, encourage vacations to be taken in the slower time. Now, some people say, well, I want to take a vacation in the summer. Well, unfortunately, um, we don't allow that. And you say, we don't allow that. What does that mean? Um, Well, we have a schedule for vacations and we have it's it's a there's blackout days or months where you can't take a vacation because we're extremely busy, and there and there's then there's some gray gray days that it's questionable. It just depends on the weather at that time, and then there's plenty of white days that you can take. So nine months out of the year, you can just about take a vacation anytime you want. But there are three key months that we're extremely busy, and we just don't allow vacations. Now, does that mean they can't take a day off? No, that's not what we're saying. Um, if they request a day or two or a long weekend, we try to make that work. If there's a kid's game, we try to make that work, all that kind of stuff. We just don't want long week vacations during our peak season because as a small business, we just can't afford anybody to be gone when we're trying to make hay. And we make hay when the sun's shining. And that's when we make hay, and that's what we got to do. So that's what we've always done. We've had a vacation calendar, PTO calendar today, uh, for years, years. And we, we just don't seem to have any problems with it. It's whatever you get used to in your company. It's part of our culture. It's what we do. So I hope this helps. Uh, we've went over you know what to do during the busy time. And then the busy time, you have to stay focused. You, you do have to keep the, your troops rounded up and focused and motivated. Um, I didn't mention this in a, for the busy time segment, but we also have a, um, a couple times a year when it's extremely hot, we, have, um, we put on a table in the warehouse. So when people come in, we have uh, Gatorades or uh, iced coffees. We have granola bars. We have different power bars. We have fresh fruit. We have all that for the field guys that they can grab and take with them. Just something special we do. Also, like for Memorial Day coming up right now, we have a company, um, kind of a picnic, but not really a picnic. It's just a a um, dine-in where I cater in hamburgers and hot dogs, and uh, this company does uh, homemade potato chips. And then we have people bring in uh, carry-in, like baked beans or green beans or whatever, cookies, desserts. Um, and we have we have lunch here, um, 
and and then we deliver it. We deliver lunch, box lunches to the installers, and then the service techs swing by and they grab, you know, they'll grab a box and they'll go. So it's just something, number one, for Memorial Day, but number two, just to say thank you to the team. I said troops, but they are my troops, uh, and they're my team. Um, so anyway, I hope this helps for the busy time. I hope this helps for the slow time. As always, um, you could look me up, uh, email me at greg at mcair.com. And uh, if you have a question, um, anytime, I'd be glad to answer it. And I uh, hope these podcasts are doing good for you. Um, a lot of good content. And uh, that's what we have today. So carry on and have a great day. Thanks. Thanks.